Good day, everybody. You are listening to Conversations with Catboxing. I am your host, Anthony Vera, and this is episode 13, Impressions of January. So, um, January is the beginning of the year, usually the start of a brand new beginning, but it always seems to be the biggest letdown of the year. I mean, with the high, the high-tailed pace of October through December, starting off around Halloween, a little bit beforehand maybe, until New Year's Day, pretty much. It's just kind of fast-paced. Um, a lot goes on, a lot of stimulation. I mean, even if you don't celebrate those holidays, they're around you. You'll see them. I mean, Christmas lights are everywhere. And I did a podcast on Christmas, um, like my second podcast, actually. And I have mentioned that I actually enjoy the holiday um, surrounding Christmas. Um, it's a lot of fun. A lot of people, you know, it's a joyous time of year. But then it just seems to come to a full stop shortly after New Year's Day. And it's just like, okay, everyone back to work, back to normal. Um, you know, January is always a downbeat month, and I can't recall there being really a great January. Um, I'd say probably when I was in really kind of just trying to get back into shape. No, you know what? <laughs> I had a really bad breakup, so no, never mind. So yes, most of my Januaries have been very downbeat, slow-paced. Um, and with that said, not every January was bad. But um, they're not exactly known for being a really highly productive month in the, in the sense of getting, I don't know, get, getting the most out of, out of life, if you will. Um, this uh, recording, though, is done on the fourth anniversary. Well, is it the fourth? Yeah. Yeah. The fourth anniversary of my friend Nicole uh, Child's death. And it's significant to bring this up because I had brought up a podcast earlier about uh, alcoholism and that kind of thing. She died at the age of 31, basically destroyed her entire body uh, due to drinking. I first met Nicole back in 2008 (coughs) when I was working at New Seasons um, at the Selwood store, um, which is very southeast Portland. And... She was cute, um, quirky. Uh, she would shop, uh, her and her friends, as college kids, you know, would shop for beer and snacks and that kind of thing. And we had a flirtation, but not much else. Um, and I think we've even kind of, like, talked about, like, hey, if, if I bump into you, we should get a drink sometime, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, fast forward to 2011. Um, we crossed paths again, and then we decided to actually date for a little while. And and I've, this is like again like as I mentioned I, I as much as I drink I don't think I drink nearly as much as some people. First example of this is we met at a bar, as most people do. And um, we drank there. Then we went back to a plaid pantry, grabbed some drinks there, and went back to her place. Woke up, went for breakfast, got drinks there. <coughs> you know that kind of thing. And then you know later on I realized okay I. I've been drinking for almost 24 hours, time to go home, and then, you know, behave myself after that. Uh, Nicole, I rarely ever saw behave herself. Um, 
she was able to pull it off and that kind of thing, but she was drinking constantly. And we were seeing each other for about two months, and then when that didn't work, um, I mean, she was very... She wasn't very temperamental. She was really sweet, really nice. But she definitely got... Um, <coughs> yeah, I mean, sen- uh, sentimental, I guess. I don't know. And um, anyhow, we'd cross paths. I wouldn't see her for a while. We'd go out for lunch um, or brunch here and there. That was kind of our thing, going out to brunch. And I don't recall her drinking all the time, but I'm sure it was happening. And then 2013, I... Um, was in really good shape at that time and actually wasn't drinking nearly as much i was running a lot doing a lot of cycling i was and i was in really that's probably the best shape i've been in my adult life quite honestly and i should uh, revisit that but she got a job working at a um a bar um that's no longer around it was called shaker and vine which is a great name for a, a alcohol wine place um she you know, she told me, hey, uh, come meet me at the, my new job. So I did. And she said she'd buy me a couple drinks. So, you know, okay, cool. You know, and that happens. You know, your friends at the bars will buy you a couple drinks. But she was, um, I was drinking Paps, actually. Because when people offer to buy me drinks, I tend to be a little frugal with their money. Um, just because, you know, it's, and plus it's a bar where she works. But she was buying every drink and i'm and i after a point where i made her take money and it's like okay okay there's something not you know right here so we hung out and um yeah i hung out there all night and um i didn't drink the entire night obviously otherwise i probably wouldn't have been able to make it but i mean i was just like paps when we left um when she closed it up and it was one of those places that closed around midnight so it wasn't like a two o'clock thing Went back to my place. Um, she had a bottle of vodka with her, and I asked her, "When did you buy that?" And she took it from the bar. And anyways, a few days later, she got fired and didn't know why. Uh, her and everybody that worked there, actually, I guess they were just being very sloppy in how they did their underhandedness. But I guess I should point out at this point that she did look very skinny. Um, and she didn't look super healthy. And when she came back to my place, it wasn't like anything romantic. It was more just sort of like, here, sleep it off and <clears throat> in the morning, do what you need to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, she was really kind of not in the best shape. Uh, maybe a couple months later, fast forward, I don't know, around the same time. Yeah, I guess around the same time, maybe a couple months later. Um, again, like we had a couple drinks and... I mean, like I said, she may have not stopped drinking. And uh, she came back to my place, crashed on my couch. I woke up. The very next day, I went to go check on her. Um, she, she was asleep on my love seat. And in front of her mouth were ashes and a hole in my uh, love seat. <coughs> I looked down at her. And the first thing I thought was, dude, you could have burned your face off. Second thing I thought of, you could have put my neighbors, you know, in harm's way. I think I didn't really think about myself, honestly, like five, six, you know, steps down the line there. I mean, I was thinking, okay, you could have disfigured yourself. That was like my biggest thing. 
and then my neighbors but definitely the second thing i'm like you know because i that, that i would have definitely felt horrible if anything happened and you know and of course you know like well then i'm out of a place too so i mean the scenario i mean believe me it was the best it, it, the, the best thing happened was just the cigarette one out and <clears throat> i have a hole that's covered by a blanket so I, I i shook her a little bit and uh well i actually more just kind of like like pushed her arm and she woke up and i'm like hey you fell asleep with a cigarette in your mouth and she's like oh my god i'm so sorry i'm just like you could have burned your face off and uh, i wasn't really angry at her i was definitely worried and sad and then i think she just kind of spiraled from there and um i mean she's a smart woman she has a degree in the brain sciences i'm not exactly sure what it was that she got a degree in but it was along those lines but um anyway uh she would like try to get a hold of me with some like guy that she met and they wanted to crash at my place and i told her look you can crash here but i don't know like what street rat you're with and you know i felt bad but at the same time like i don't know this guy and i i was trying to be more sort of <coughs> i say responsible is not the right word but you know, I, I, I did, I, you know, I, I thought about the cigarette and then, you know, two people that might be reckless and I just didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't really afford it, um, in many ways. Anyways, a year later, um, she let people know that she was sick and then like i mean but then it became out that she not was she was not only sick but she was dying her liver was destroyed but her whole body was basically shutting down very slowly and initially i think she had a couple months to live or a few months to live to a couple months to live to basically weeks it was getting that bad <coughs> she had a sister that would post photos on her page and um, I know some of the other family are upset about it. I know I was upset about it, but I, I'm not going to get in the way of what family, you know, do, you know, to, to make, make themselves feel better. But it was a photo of a very, very fragile Nicole, um, jaundice, um, barely recognizable. And, um, yeah, it was just awful. But Nicole, uh, yeah. So anyways, this was 2000, late 2014. So 2015, there was a Skype that uh, some of her Portland friends did. Um, luckily, I was I was able to get um, involved in that, and we talked to her for a little bit, and uh, hadn't seen her, you know, since all this. And I was like, hey, and I, I, like I, I was I almost said like you look great, but I was just like, hey, like uh, uh, it's nice to see you. I'm, I'm I'm happy to see you. I'm glad we're talking. Um, it, it, I believe me, I, like, it, it, it was not nice to see her because it was just like, it's not, that's not the person I knew. Um, one of her really good friends told me later that she looked like a monster and that and not in like, not in a way of like, she was a horrible person, just like she looked like a creature and yeah, it was just awful. But yeah, I mean, in her short time on, on earth, she, uh, just drank herself to death. 
<coughs> and then come today's the 25th so the 23rd or 24th and the, it was Nicole was no longer with us her birthday is Valentine's Day by the way and I think she wasn't quite 33 maybe not even 32 I forget now but anyhow Januarys are just sort of kind of a reminder of not everything is new and wondrous but I mean I don't want to close out on that note but I do miss my friend Nicole I miss our brunch together brunches together um she was fun and a good friend and she was a really sweet person and had her life in front of her until she decided that she didn't really want to pursue it I guess I don't know it's all about I don't know but anyways this podcast is a bit of a darker one so if y'all skip it I'm okay with that I'll probably put a warning in the description that this is going to be a little bit of a downer. <laughs> a lot of a downer. But I miss my friend Nicole Childs. I miss you. I love you. And you're out there in space somewhere. Anyways, everybody. Just make sure you tell people you love them on a regular basis. And uh, if you think you have a problem, maybe look into it. If you want to. Okay. Um... This has been a very depressing uh, conversation with catboxing. And I told you that I would try to do something a little bit more upbeat. Maybe I'll come up with some... uh, Next podcast I do, I'm going to tell some awful jokes. Okay, everybody. I hope everyone has a great rest of your month. I'll probably post one or two more before the month's end. Um, Until then, everybody take care of yourself. And... If you need someone to talk to, you can get a hold of me on my IG page. And that's conversations underscore at underscore. You know, I'll just post the link on my uh, podcast. Okay, y'all. Take it easy now. Take care. Bye.